Welcome to The Outpouring with Executive Pastor Bob Oliver of the New Covenant Church of Philadelphia. So I'd like to uh, take time to reflect on our honoring the great lady, the servant of God, our beloved uh, saint, doctor, pastor, uh, Hyacinth Bob Granham by reflecting on the power of the vision. And we are going to read from the book of Habakkuk. Habakkuk, if we read from Habakkuk chapter 2, and verse 2, no, it's verse 1. I will stand upon the watch and see me upon the tower and will watch to see what he says unto me, and I shall answer when I'm approved. We are put in the body of Christ as watchmen, as people whom God has called and positioned. And verse 2 says, And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon the tablet, that he may run that reads the vision. Write the vision, put it on the tablet, that he may run, that reads the vision. I came to provoke you. Don't be comfortable to sit in New Covenant Church and enjoy the vision. I came to tell you, we are not in a club. This is not a member's place. This is the living church of Jesus Christ. And each one of you present... If you are connected to the Lord, the Lord says we are the written epistles. Are you a written epistle? If you are not, then check somewhere. You need to ask the Holy Spirit to check you and tell you. If you are not feeling alive and written epistle, we need to go before God and repent. Why was doing that thumb? That thumb where they, the revival started 1929, 30, 36 and the fire of the Holy Spirit fell. The glory of the Lord fell. Believers would come and as they are praying, heaven would open. They would see angels descending, ascending. They would see the pits of hell open. And they would see themselves falling in bottomless uh, fire. So, saints of God, this vision is about eternal life. The reason for which your beloved pastor was passionate every minute, second of her life, she had captured the vision, not only of New Covenant Church, but of the kingdom of God. Kingdom of God. Are you feeling you are a written epistle? I, don't, I didn't come all the way to Kenya to leave you comfortable, feeling that New Covenant Church is my home, or we go there and meet friends, let me tell you, saints, in our early days of revival, when we arrived in sanctuaries, there would be no time for chatting. People would be in corners waiting on the Lord to bring the glory of down, God of down. I want to tell us that the better we can own our beloved pastor, Dr. Ahasin Bob Granham is for us to connect to her love and passion. And her love and passion was the presence, the power, the glory of God. Do I have a witness in the house? Pastor Hyson, if you talked about anything, 
without talking about the glory. She used to walk here when the Holy Spirit moves. She would be moving back and forth because the Holy Spirit was taking her on another level. I came to honor her to tell you, saints, wake up and get on another level. Wake up and get the breakthrough that will take you on another level. Wake up and get on the breakthrough that will bring, cause you to go and look for disciples to come in the kingdom. We are not moved by numbers, but numbers matter. Numbers matter because the Lord told us it is his will that all should come to repentance. Amen. So as we honor the great icon, even Pastor Heisen, as we honor her legend and her legacy, her excellence in everything she was doing, the best excellent thing you can start with is to honor and love the Lord she loved until he promoted her to glory. Hallelujah. Do I have a witness in the house? Do I have people who are saying no more complacence? I don't want to come to church as a club. You know, I've been ministering Pastor Oliver from my youth. You hear that 45 years, 50. I have been on fire, front line running ever since the Lord woke me up and opened my inner ears 31st March 1973. I accepted Jesus Christ and the following few months, God baptized me in the Holy Spirit and set me on the fire and on the go for nations. And I want to bless his holy name that to date. I can humbly but boldly tell you God has been faithful. I have not been ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation. I came to wake us up. Don't sit in a comfortable zone. I came to provoke you. To honor our beloved Pastor Hyson. If you check your life, spiritual life, where is your life? And how do we know the content of our spiritual life is our character? I came to honor the great woman who had a great character of integrity above reproach. Hallelujah. And the character is built on the person of Jesus Christ through the word. Character is not just a walk. Just you, you wake up and feel good. You have to work it out. The Bible would say you write, uh, I mean, you work out your salvation with fear and trembling. I came to provoke us that in remembrance of our beloved saint, pastor, Dr. Hansen. Let us work out our salvation with fear and trembling so that when she looks back, she can say, my labor was not in vain. Men and women, New Covenant Church are carrying the torch. Hallelujah. Do I have torch bear carriers? I came to tell you, do not be comfortable in your zone. Come and pick up the torch and get a running. Your home, your immediate family members are waiting for you. So you can't say, I don't know what to do. Revive what he taught us, Pastor Oliver, in our family, in our clan, that when the fire of the Holy Spirit falls, everybody becomes a witness. From Jerusalem to Judea to Samaria to the uttermost. Your Jerusalem is your children. Your Jerusalem is your neighborhood. Your Jerusalem is... A that the areas around you, your Jerusalem is Philadelphia, your Jerusalem is, is Pennsylvania, your Jerusalem is United States of America. What are you doing with the fire of the Holy Spirit that the Lord released upon this great woman, Saint 
Pastor Dr. Heist and the beloved husband. And they picked, connected to the glory of God. And they received the fire and breakthrough and brought it down to us. So we are not supposed to sit and feel, I'm sorry, just allow me to use the word, the Holy Spirit. Don't come to church to feel entertained. You know that spirit and the attitude of entertainment is for you to live anyhow and anyway. But come to hide in church when you feel guilty and you don't want to repent. Just to feel everybody still knows I'm a Christian. Hello? Hello? The Lord Jesus. He reads our lives. I came to tell us that the Holy Spirit is screening us right now. Is working out in our spirits. Is helping us. And the greatest news I discovered as a believer that I do not need to be perfect to walk and break through with God. All I need to do is to be humble, to be quick to repentance. Because the Lord says, if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Do I have a witness in the house that we are going to repent and be cleansed and be forgiven and be made whole and be put on fire for the Lord? Pastor, that center where you saw people standing in white clothes, that's where the great revival started. 1939, like I told you, onwards. And those believers who were primitive Africans who didn't even know how to write and read, but who heard the word of God, actualized the word, they got saved, some of them, before even the missionaries got saved. The missionaries taught the word, but they had not yet, you know that some of our secular churches in those days, I'm an Anglican by birth, so I'm not backbiting them, it was the truth. They would read the word, they would do, uh, make you a lay minister, but you're not born again. But the beautiful thing, the Bible says, the word of God is alive. The word of God is quick. The word of God is powerful. Now, the revelation I had from my father, who laid hands on me and my prophetic grandfather, the people who separated me to nations, was that they taught us the word, but they lived differently. But we took the word of God literally. I came to tell us, let us take the word of God literally. It is not for the educated of the excellent, it is for the broken heart and the humble spirit. When they took the word of God literally, you know what happened? The glory of God came and they started speaking in tongues. In the Anglican church, they don't teach about baptism in the Holy Spirit. They started speaking tongues. They started uh, having signs and wonders. And then they were being called as they moved in hundreds of tens of thousands from village to village. We are talking about thirties. People would walk 50, 100 miles to go and witness to the next city. They were called Avaka. Avaka is a Kinyarwanda word meaning those who are on fire for Jesus. Because they were literally Non-believers, shepherds would be in the, in the flock and suddenly as the, the worker passes, the glory will pull them. And as the glory pulls them, they would go and repent. People would run home. I stole this. I did this. And they repent. We are telling us, church, yesterday, today, and forever, Jesus is the same. I came to announce anointing of a worker. 
to New Covenant Church of Philadelphia. We want that fire if we want to break through for tomorrow. Hallelujah. So when we connect and we connect to the fire of the Holy Spirit, it will be the greatest honor we will give to our beloved sleeping saint who did her best and breakthrough for the kingdom. Amen. So as we continue reflecting, I want to have the attention of everybody. The Lord told me there is a fire that is going to break through today here in this great sanctuary. The fire of the Holy Spirit is going to fall. The Lord wants to take it to another level. But you have to wake up and do something about a breakthrough. Each one of you are well schooled in the things of God. Each one of you have had sufficient material from this great uh, pulpit where the word of God is taught yesterday from the founding fathers and everybody has come and including your executive pastor who labors very prophetically like I told you for you. Hello. Let us tell the Lord God make us serious. The Bible says to whom much is given much is required. New Covenant Church members do I have members here? Who are, how many are members in New Covenant Church? New Covenant Church members, I came to announce to you that the Lord is telling you it is not enough. You can move a bit further. You can seek God more. You can break through more. The harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few. Don't sit and wait. Pastor will do it this week and next week. Find out what to do. That's what the Lord told me to remind us that we are one church, one body, but many parts. Hello, on this Founders Day, the best, best you can do for yourself and for the God who called you is to tell the Lord, I want to find my position in the purposes of God, in New Covenant Church. Because the Lord put us in a, a, the local churches administratively so that we can effectively support the work of God. Don't say, I'm going to wait outside there and see who will tell me what to do. I heard there's another international preacher coming. Maybe when I go, no, no, no. Start from home. The Lord who put you here has something he wants you to do. And I want to tell you without exception, each one of you here present. If you wake up and ask the Lord, God, show me what you want me to do for this great sanctuary. I tell you the glory of God will come through mightily soon. I tell you many people will come and fill these pews and beyond. And pastor, one of the great passion I used to say with your beloved sleeping saint was the mystery of God having given you this compass. This campus is not here for you just to feel good and feel we are the biggest church in this city. This campus is here for you to feel we have enough ground. We can pull down hundreds of thousands in the city of Philadelphia and beyond and do great exploits for Jesus. Can we clap to the Lord? That the Lord will give each one of you something to do within the purposes of God. The Lord told me, Pastor, that I ask your congregation to sit and ask themselves, what is it we need to do? What, where do you want to fill us? Where do you want to connect us? Everyone of you, without exception, I believe, remember that's why I told you, you have got a great executive pastor. He has enough power to position all of you. I came to announce, pastor, 
the prophetic word I'm living on this pulpit. That each one of you that have heard me, if after today you don't find what to do for the kingdom of God here, poor you, judgment will be on you. Because we are not just here as a club. You are supposed to grow. So connect with your church leader, your ministers. You have got ample ministers in this great sanctuary who can lead you to breakthrough. The word for the house, uh, pastor, is that God wants to release a mighty breakthrough anointing. But the Lord is telling you, saints, soften, do not tighten your, yourselves. Soften yourselves up in the presence of God and be humble to tell the Lord, I'm ready to come up and do what you want me to do. Do I have a witness in the house? I want to put value to your life. You are not just a number. Saints of God, the greatest revelation the Lord ever showed me is that I'm not just an ordinary person. I am an ambassador for Jesus Christ. Tell your friend you are an ambassador for Jesus Christ. Do you know the anointing of ambassadors give you the authority wherever you go in the world. When you go there, if you are an ambassador for United States in particular, the whole world bows down. If you are an ambassador for United States, the whole world bows down because America is the one that almost literally rules the world. That is the earthly kingdom of United States of America. Now I want us to relate it to you and I being ambassadors for Jesus Christ. If you are an ambassador for Jesus Christ, tell yourself I want to get out of the ordinary. Do not sit in the ordinary and just pass time. I came to announce, as you remember, our beloved sleeping saint, there is no pastime time. Hallelujah. There is no pastime. There is room for you and I to find out what we can do in the purposes of God. Amen. Amen. And I would announce to us the reason why God has honored me to bring me here, because I treasure time and opportunities. Saints of God in New Covenant Church, treasure what you have. Treasure what you have. You are sitting on a big fountain. The foundation is complete. The power of the Holy Spirit is available. The glory of the Lord is a child's bread. The glory of the Lord, tell your friend, the glory of the Lord is a child's bread. It is mine. Amen. But the Lord would ask you and I, what are you doing to actualize what the Lord wants you to be? Amen. I want to announce that before I leave today, we will have each one of us found something we are going to do for the purposes of God. Do I have a witness in the house? If you keep your hands down to be judgment, find something to do. It may be intercession. It may be prayer. It may be inviting a friend. It may be giving. It may be repenting. The pastor led us into repentance before we took the Holy Communion. It may be anything. Even being able to come and, and uh, encourage people to come to the sanctuary is an anointing that you carry another person may not have. So I want to announce to us, as we connect and reflect on the founders, ask yourself, what have I done with this vision? Why I have sat for 40 years. Those of you who are here for 40 years, woe betide you. You better ask yourself, what have I done? And one good thing, our God will not judge you. From the moment he reveals to you what is not right, that moment is the moment he'll hold you accountable. 
So from today, today is a day of accountability, Pastor. I'm announcing to a church. I'm announcing your church. This is not Dead Sea. This is the living church of Jesus Christ. The glory of the Lord, the anointing, the action that your beloved sleeping saint, Pastor Heisen, cried for day and night. We used to pray with her morning, evening, and night. That glory is there, but is hovering, hovering, looking who is receiving the anointing, who is receiving the glory. I came to announce to enlist those who are willing to connect to her anointing in honoring God, in honoring her. We are honoring the God she served selflessly. Do I have a witness in the house that we are going to remove our tight shoulders and break through for the kingdom of God? Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Saints of God, I don't want to leave you alive. I hope you, you saw those uh, scriptures were showing you. Those scriptures show really mighty breakthrough anointing for the kingdom of God then and is the same today. That's why when God called me and told me I'm putting in the United Nations, give you a senior executive position to make things easy for you, to go around nation leaders, go with the president, other leaders, when you get to those places, make sure that you carry my torch there. By the grace of God, 1995, one of the biggest executive meetings I came to New York, knowing my call. I was an executive, I was a professional but I was a prophet. Do you remember that Daniel and Joseph, they were renowned for their excellence at work. And because of that, God had also given a prophetic role where they were standing. Amen? I want to present to you that you have got a prophetic position. Whatever the Lord has positioned you administratively. And when you are there, look for ways of using your position to break through for the kingdom. But I remember then I rescued nations. I would go to the Secretary General's office. You know, that's the seat of the person that rules all the 193 countries of the world. And I would sit there and say, Mr. Secretary General, 1995, by then we were being harassed by an Arab Secretary General who was a staunch Muslim and was, and was very unfriendly to African nations. I said, well, I came to New York to do administrative work for United Nations. But I am a prophet. I've been positioned that wherever my foot sets, I'll take. Mr. Secretary General, while I sit with you at the tables, I command you to repent, to change. If not, I am praying you out. If you check the history of the United Nations, I prayed out Butros Butros Gali by laying my hands on his seat. And I prayed in. Kofi Annan. How many of you ever heard Kofi Annan as the Secretary General of the United Nations 1995 to the late over, uh, getting mid-20s? I want to show you what you can do if you are sensitive to the Holy Spirit. I never had a place to go and announce that sermon. I never had people appraise me, oh, thank you, prophetess, what you've done. I knew heaven had heard. I pray the guy out. As you see me, I would go and sit dressed African executively, and as I sit there, I sit with the, 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 the power strategically, seeing how I can use my position. Oh God, as I sit here, I pray that my attire, sometimes you dress not for sure. I was seeking attention to be able to be connected, and because of the way I had dressed, the new Secretary General, Kofi Annan, 
quickly picked me up, and that was a great breakthrough, even for Nairobi duty station. I have pictures I can show you. 97 with the new Secretary General. People saying the President of Staff Union Nairobi talking with the Kofi Annan in the Swahili. God will give you oppositions if you look for ways. I had to strive for it. So I sit with the Kofi Annan celebrating having prayed out Butros Butros Gali. And all of you who may know, all of you may know, Kofi Annan was one of the best Secretary Generals that United Nations had. And I believe I played a part. When I go to New York, I didn't go to worship when I was coming with that great lady. From, we flew together the first time in 96. I was anointing my feet when we were landing at JF Kennedy in 1996. America, I have not come to worship you. I have a mission. And this mission is sensitive, Lord. Help me as I step in the United Nations. Give me the authority, the fire, the favor. When you yield to the Lord, the Lord will give you the fire and the favor. I came to announce to New Covenant Church of Philadelphia. It is the season for the fire and the favor. The fire is here. The favor is there. But until you connect, until you tell the Lord I'm connecting, it will not be possible for you to break through. Do I have a witness in the house that we are breaking through for this great sanctuary, New Covenant Church of Philadelphia? A great vision, great founders, great founders. Can you once again bless the Lord for the great woman of excellency, of exemplary performance in the purposes for which God called her, even our beloved a sleeping saint. You know, pastor, Dr. Pastor Hassan Bob Granham. We sit on our vision, our beloved saint, saying we are not going to rest today, committing ourselves that we are going to push forward. The Lord told me, Pastor, I tell you a great congregation, it is a time to press in. It is a time to press in. Can you help me? We are going to press in. We are going to press in. We are going to push forward because the foundation is complete. The greatest way we can honor our beloved, even uh, Dr. Pastor Hassan Bob Granham, is to press in, like you to press in, press in, press in, find your way of pressing in the way she was pressing in. Because she has an impact on each one of us. I am sure, without exception, unless you are a visitor today, each one of us have been beneficiaries to that great woman's uh, ministry of passion, hospitality, excellency, love, selflessness, steadfastness. Hallelujah. I came to announce the Lord is looking for the steadfast ministers who are going to carry her torch. Do I have a witness in the house? That by the power of the Holy Spirit, we are breaking through. I come to bring you real fire from the flames of East African revival. Pastor Oliver, the East African revival started, as you heard, from humble peasants who went to the mission center. It was actually started by a medical doctor, a young English medical doctor. He was in the mission center having been positioned to come and uh, train, teach people, and help people medically. So we are saying that each one of us within our profession 
we have got room to serve and connect to the glory of God. So Dr. Church, you can read in the history, Dr. Church and other leaders, they felt low and discouraged. There had been a bad famine that had killed hundreds of people. The neighborhood and the country, they were in a state of depression. And as they sought the Lord, as they yielded to the Lord, the glory of God broke through for the few who genuinely repented. And the fire was contagious. So much so that you'd find a hundred people as one is giving a testimony, another one is running forward. Even me, what I stole, I'm bringing here. The power of conviction. I came to announce, Pastor Oliver, we need to humble ourselves so that the power of conviction, the Holy Spirit will be abundant in our presence, that we will sense and will be quick to respond. You see, the Holy Spirit convicts, but unless we yield and repent, we will not be able to break through. God looks for us to honor him by being repentant and broken. So I want to announce to us, that today is a very special day. I'm privileged to be the one speaking on the first day as you're beginning. So I'm provoking you that by the end of this month, there must be mighty, mighty breakthrough lines in your life. Do not ask your friend, tell your friend, I'll have mighty breakthrough lines in my life because I'm standing on a great vision. Tell the Lord God, help me to honor the word that is taught on this pulpit daily, weekly, monthly. Help me to honor this vision that has made me look very good. Don't have an outward form of looking good when inside you are jelly. The Lord wants all of us to work out our salvation with the fear and trembling. The Lord wants us to cry to him. The Bible says holiness without which no man shall see God. New Covenant Church, I came to announce to us that it is tough, it is difficult, but it is doable to seek holiness without which no man shall see God. Holiness is God's character and holiness is a child's bread. And when we seek to walk in that holiness, then we will become magnetically, we will begin pulling people towards us. Because when there is a fire, a glory in you that is real, you don't need to mimic it. People will feel it. People will be convicted by it. People will be uplifted by it. Do I have a witness in the house? That today, I am announcing to us that we are breaking through on another line. On our 41st year, as we remember, our beloved founding member, Pastor uh, Dr. Hyacinth Bob Granham, that we are committing as much as that woman walked the talk. Even me, I'll walk the talk. Hallelujah. Do I have witness in the house that we are going to walk the talk to honor that woman? It's not a favor you're doing to her. She's already in glory in a far better place. When you honor her and tap into her anointing and their vision and their passion, you are positioning yourself into the place where God wants to use you to break through for the kingdom. Hallelujah. I want to bless the Lord that by the power of the Holy Spirit, I have a witness that this is a special prophetic service. Pastor Oliver, my primary and very humble 
calling is prophetic. Not prophetic for sure. Prophetic in the power of the word of God. The Bible says the word of God is living, it's active, it's sharper than two-edged sword. It pierces the dividing asunder of the soul and the spirit and joint and marrows. And is a discerner of thoughts and intents of the heart. In my prophetic utterances to us this morning, let us allow the word of God to discern that our intents to break our hearts and position us so that by the time we are living there, we'll be living with that avaka, fire, for us to be able to do greater exploits for the kingdom of God. Amen? Amen. So by the power of the Holy Spirit, as we plan to serve and minister to the Lord, tell yourself, I want to walk out of the ordinary. Pastor Oliver, the Lord told me to tell your congregation, you risk in being in a great sanctuary like this for many years, living ordinarily. Hello, Church of Jesus Christ. The Lord is telling me, just drop off the robes of, ordin of being ordinary. We are going to put on the fire of the Holy Spirit and walk to the next level of your life. It's not a favor you are doing for me. It is for you. It is for your children. It is for your city. It is for the purpose for which God created you. Hallelujah. So today, one of the breakthrough we are going to receive and breakthrough out of is we are going to break through out and stop being complacent. You know, you can be a church like this, Pastor Oliver. We risk being complacent. Complacent is you are neither bad or good. You are just feeling comfortable because you are amongst brethren. Yes, brethren, at this hour, the Lord is calling us Walk in the anointing of iron sharpens iron. So that when you come here, you feel whatever I received from the executive pastor, from the pastor ministries in the church, from the vision of this church, I want to see what I'm adding on. The Lord is asking you, what are you doing with your life? Do I have a witness in the house? That we can look in our lives and see the areas where we can break through and move on another level in our walk and love for God. I bless the Lord that by the power of the Holy Spirit, as we remember the great servant of God, we have sufficient action to break through, to go to the next level, to move and move in the purposes of God and break through into what God has for you for this hour. And the Lord told me, we are going to take time to do as we appreciate and as we celebrate our beloved uh, sleeping saint, Dr. Pastor Harrison Granham, we are going to make declarations that will make us choose from today as we honor the 41st year of their founding vision, that we are going to move on another level that will make you feel you are moving out of the ordinary. You are going to move in the extraordinary anointing that the Lord has for this hour. Hallelujah. Do I have a witness that we have extraordinary anointing? We can connect to and by the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. And by the way, I did not bring that anointing. I just came to activate what is in the house. I'm reading the mood of the house. I may read your house more than you are reading because you are not connecting very fast. So, 
Pastor Oliver, I came to provoke your members. Read the mood of the house. Listening to the vision. Check. Go to the founding notes. Check about this vision. Go to your pastor. Seek direction. Please do not be ordinary. God is calling us to move in the anointing of extraordinary. Hallelujah. Because once we move in the anointing of the extraordinary, then this city has got hope. Then our children have hope. Then our families have hope. Then nations have hope. And I want to announce to each one of us here, the Lord would say, and I looked for a man. So there is no excuse saying that message was for pastors, preachers, elders, lay leaders. No. The Lord looks for a man. So the Lord is telling each one of us, there is nobody without exception who is allowed to say, let the message pass on. Maybe I'll think about next time. If you do that, it is to your great disadvantage. So when the Lord looks for a man, he takes pleasure in finding the man. And when he has found the man and found a woman, he releases the unction just like what he did to our beloved uh, pastor, Dr. Hassan. She was available. She was selfish. She sacrificed all the time. She gave everything she could do because she had fallen in love with a vision carrier, even the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you know that this vision is connected to the vision of heaven of our Lord Jesus Christ? Hallelujah. Can we clap to the Lord that the vision of New Covenant Church of Philadelphia is connected to the vision of Jesus Christ? So it is a solid and a sound vision. Connect to it with fear and trembling. We bless the Lord that we are going to break through because by the power of the Holy Spirit, the chief vision carrier, even Jesus Christ, is here to push us, to press, help us press in, press in, press in, press in, move forward because God wants to release his glory on this house and break through for the purposes of God. So by the power of the Holy Spirit, as we read in the word of God, Revelation chapter 14, and I heard a voice from heaven saying, Write, blessed are the dead in Christ, which die in the Lord. Henceforth, yea, says the Spirit, that they may rest, but their works follow them. Hallelujah. I came to appetize us that our beloved sleeping saint, Dr. Pastor Heisen, slept from her labor on this earth, but her works followed her. That's what the Lord is telling us. What are your works? What are my works? Should the moment come when we must transition, would you look, would people say, yes, her works? I came to provoke us to tell us, you are not just a number. The Lord created you for works, and those works are works of the kingdom. And those works will follow you. Pastor Oliver, it's my great honor to announce to your great sanctuary that the beloved saint, uh, Dr. Pastor Heisen, who is sleeping in glory, rested from her labor here on earth. But as she was tapping into the glory room, her works were speaking. I came to announce to us that her works are speaking. And by default to challenge us, are your works speaking? 
If not, what can you do? What can I do to make my work speak? Hallelujah. The works speak. So as we honor your great legend, icon, for her anointing of excellency, selflessness, steadfastness, love, Christian character, we thank God that we can clap to the Lord that her works are speaking. Her works followed her. Her works followed her. So how do we know that? Because the, the, where she lived was a witness. And we are told, even in the book of James, that uh, if you show me faith, James chapter 2, verse 14 to 18, if you read through it, you show me faith. Uh, so faith, if it has no works, it is dead alone. Yea, a man may say, thou hast faith and, ha uh, and have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show you my faith by my works. We came to honor the great woman of God who tabulated her works in every place she went. And she affirmed the word of God. In the book of James chapter 2, if you read from 14 to 18, it highlights the power of works when we put our faith in what we are doing. And I want to bless the Lord that by the power of the Holy Spirit, we are going to break through, to break through in uh, some of the areas. Um, I want to believe the Lord that you are seated in a moment of expectancy to break through for the purposes of God to be seen. And the Lord told me to encourage us. If you desire to see mighty breakthrough, these are prophetic statements the Lord gave me this morning and I wrote it down. I woke up, I actually write someone's and someone at the last minute the Lord writes, gave me write different things. So he told me, I want you to go and make this prophetic declaration for this sanctuary. I got this from the throne room this morning. Actually, I was awake throughout the night. That's how I wait on God for. And this is what the Lord told me. If you desire to see breakthrough in your spiritual life, in your family, in your prayer life, if you want to see your petitions answered, signs and wonders following you, decree and declare you are a living stone. Do I have the declaration in the house that we are living stones? Hallelujah. Decree and declare you are a living stone, that the power of your works will break through for you when you become a living stone. Reason for making prophetic declaration, they must be in line with the word of God and your works. If you are born again and have been feeding on this holy sanctuary for many years, and connected to the consecration anointing that is here. I want to provoke you. Sometimes you know you can be in the land of plenty and you do not know. Church of Jesus Christ, New Covenant Church, I came to announce you that here you are in the land of plenty. And God is provoking you to get up and do more with the land of plenty where you are sitting. Do I have a witness uh, pastor to request that? Yes, that you have been consecrated under the holy anointing on this holy altar, tell the Lord you are tired of commonplace. Do I have people who are declaring today we are releasing commonplace fear? 
and we are going to stand in signs and wonders that you are going to live being in a common place. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, you are going to expect the Lord to show you signs and wonders, but you must seek a pure, holy walk with God. That's where we are going to break through, asking the Lord, we are going to seek a pure, holy walk with God. I want us to decree and declare that we are, we are refusing to have the mentality of uh, being like in a club of a regular fellowship. We are on the holy living altar of the Lord, where this altar has been consecrated for greatness. So I want you to be alert in the spirit and receive from the Holy Spirit that the Lord is taking you to another level. Yeah, the Lord says in John 10, 27, 28, my sheep know my voice and they follow me. My sheep know my voice. Are you a sheep in the house? Are you hearing the voice of God? So if you hear the voice of God, let's follow him. And I came to announce to us that by the power of the Holy Spirit, we must seek a permanent, constant walk and confession before the Lord so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, the great anointing that the Lord has released upon this sanctuary will be your, your portion. The Lord is releasing breakthrough anointing. The Lord told me he's going to release breakthrough anointing. I don't know how you want me to lead pastor, whether I should ask people to stand forward, raise their hands or move forward. I don't know how much time I have. I had two short things to do and then I conclude. Uh, the Lord wants to release breakthrough anointing. And one of the great characteristics of God, he wants people to show up. God doesn't have secret disciples. I have shared the word of God. If you have heard this word and you believe that the Holy Spirit is speaking to you, courtesy of your founding pastor and courtesy of the executive senior pastor and the minister and the mission of this church, please let us stand up. The Lord is telling me to ask you, we stand up and we align ourselves, align ourselves to the breakthrough anointing God wants to release on the house. And as you align yourself, when you align yourself, your weights, the challenges, the issues Satan has against you, they will drop. So I want to invite us. I want to invite us. Please, I want you to feel free to run to the altar. I want to come there myself. And we ask the Lord to align us to his purpose, to the breakthrough anointing he has for this great sanctuary. Will you please run forward? It's not a favor you are doing to me. I'm appealing to the great church of New Covenant Church. Come forward, let us align ourselves for the purposes of God to break through for this church. We are not just here to warm benches. We are not just here to please our friends and relatives. We are here to be fired up, to receive the glory, the breakthrough anointing that is going to take us to the level where the glory of God will move in this sanctuary, where the power of the Holy Spirit will break through and release the anointing. And you can clap to the Lord that the saints and angels in heaven are excited and delighted to see us standing up on Founders Day to connect with the anointing of the founding pastors, of our executive pastor, of the ministers. Will you raise your heart and tell the Lord, I don't need even to pray for you. The Lord has already spoken to your spirit. This is a moment of breakthrough. We are breaking through in Jesus' name.
please do not miss. Do not miss if you have no place at the pulpit. Stand up for Jesus. Stand up for your family. Stand up for the glory of God. Stand up for the fire of the Holy Spirit to move and break through. We bless you, Jesus. We give you praise, glory, and honor. We exalt you, King of kings and Lord of lords. We raise up our hearts, asking for the fire, the fire of the Holy Spirit, asking for the glory, asking for the anointing, asking for the breakthrough. We are believing you, Lord, that by the power of the Holy Spirit, mighty anointing, great glory and anointing, great breakthrough anointing is moving in a very special way. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God that was slain before the foundation of the world. Thank you, Jesus. I release the fire. I release the anointing. I release the glory. I release breakthrough. Receive the breakthrough. Receive the anointing. Receive the transformation 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 anointing. The glory is here to touch and break through for everybody. Receive the function anointing upon this great sanctuary, upon every member present. Receive the transformation anointing by the power of the Holy Spirit. We honor the Lord. We honor you, Lord, for your servant, the sleeping saint, Pastor Dr. Hyacinth Both Granham. As you remember her, we ask for the fire, the glory for which she lived, for which she purposed to serve you, to remain in this sanctuary, for the breakthrough anointing, to break through in the great special way. We honor you, Lord. We exalt you, Jesus. We lift up our voices. We glorify you, Jesus. We glorify you, Lord. Hallelujah to the Lamb of the Lord that was slain before the foundation of the world. We worship you. We exalt you. We magnify you. You are worthy, Lord, to receive all the praise, all the glory and the honor. We honor you, Lord. We exalt you, Jesus. King of kings and Lord of lords, who is worthy unto you? Who is worthy like you? We exalt you, Lord. Hallelujah! I want us to raise a special shout of breakthrough to the Lord. We say, Hallelujah! 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 The glory of the Lord is falling upon New Covenant Church of Philadelphia. The glory of the Lord is falling upon the executive pastor. The glory of the Lord is falling upon the ministers in the church. The glory of the Lord is falling upon the congregation. I want us to make a declaration of dedication. And you just speak after me. Spirit of the living God. That raised Jesus from the dead. I surrender my members to you. I surrender my calling to you. I surrender my ways to you. I ask you to forgive me where I have offended you, where I have been complacent, where I have been short-sighted. I ask the blood of Jesus to cleanse me. I ask my sin to be put in the seas of forgetfulness. And Lord, now I look forward for the glory of God.
I receive your glory. I receive your unction. I receive your anointing to break through for myself, my work with you, my work with you, for my family, for my wife, for my husband, for my children, for my relatives, for my neighborhood. I'm standing up today, Lord, and I say, here I am. And I say, Lord, use me. Break through through me. Let your revival fire fall upon me. Let the glory of God be seen upon my life. To the praise, to the glory, to the honor of our Heavenly Father. Can we raise a last sharp shout as we go? Hallelujah! 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 Saints of God, the prophetic word for the house, for the executive pastor, the priest, the prophet of the house, is that there is a new move. There is a new wave. There is breakthrough coming. Participate. Be a participator. Find your position. You will find it. Find your place of service. You will find it. Find your place of giving. You will find it. Find your place of consecration. You will find it. Find your place of honoring the living God who called you. And honoring the executive, the, the sleeping saint, founding pastor, even our beloved pastor, uh, Dr. Hassan Bob Granham. Clap to the Lord for the work he has done in you. Clap to the Lord for the beginning where he has put you. Clap to the Lord and say hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. Glory be to Jesus. I now want to charge each one of you. Watch over the anointing, the fire, the glory you have received. And whenever you come to the sanctuary, come determined to add on, to break through more, to serve someone else, to bring another person to come and receive, to break through for yourself so that we can walk majestically, knowing that the Holy Spirit has broken through for us. And we shall be able to go and turn our villages and turn our neighborhood and turn our cities and turn our streets. Clap to the Lord and say, I have received an anointing. I have received the fire. I have received the glory that can never be quenched. The anointing is resident. Pastor Oliver, the Lord is telling you, the anointing is resident in the house. Saint of God in this great sanctuary, the anointing is resident. Courtesy of the great vision of the founders. Courtesy of your presence and whatever you are doing to contribute. Courtesy of each one of us melting before the Lord and availing ourselves for the glory of God to move through us. Hallelujah. Praise be to Jesus. Amen. 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 You can take your seats. You can take your seats. And we bless the Lord that he has given us.
a breakthrough line. Thank you, Jesus. Has given us a breakthrough line. Glory be to Jesus. Glory be to Jesus. Glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. Pastor Oliver, my last remarks before I leave your great sanctuary, where I repeat once again, it was a great honor that I came to honor your great sanctuary, your founding pastor and bishop, and to also let you know, she was my great friend. She was a great prayer partner. Even in the hospital where she was, sometimes 2 a.m. your time, she'll be calling me, telling me some prayer items. Not about her uh, praying for her, please, I'm feeling bad. It will be church prayer items about the church, about the executive pastor, about the mission and the ministry. And it is a great honor that I'm honoring someone I have prayed with very, very closely, very closely, almost on a daily basis for the last 15 years. I remember in 2006, the Lord had given me a special message. I'll give a very brief wrap-up of how I got very closely connected with her. I am in New in Nairobi, typing on my computer, the normal official work. I hear the voice of God telling me, when you go back to U.S., go to New Covenant Church and tell them that there is a very special sanctuary. That is in 2006. There are special sanctuary in the purposes of God. I am seated at my computer. I wasn't writing spiritual notes. I was doing regular administrative work. And there as I'm seated, remember Daniel? He was a senior executive, but he was a prophet. So I'm saying, okay. So 2008, 2006, when the Lord told me, we had a conference in Vancouver, Canada. Normally, whenever I go to, I went to mission, the Lord would guide me how I'll after doing the official United Nations meeting, how I'll cut in between, buy my own tickets, and do internal uh, missions to go and minister. So I'm in Vancouver, Canada. I'm saying, okay, when I finish Canada, I'll pass through uh, Philadelphia and announce that message. The Lord had told me, go and tell the bishop and Pastor Heisen that this great sanctuary is very important in the purposes of God. So I go. And when I finished, I flew in from, uh, from uh, Canada. I came here. I was a guest of a beloved uh, um, Mama Mantle. She was my very dear friend, received me. So, and when I got there, I developed cold feet. I said, God, how do I go to? I am not actually a preacher. I am a prophetorate by calling. And I work in the United Nations. These people will not believe me. I developed cold feet. I want to tell us. Take comfort. If God tells you today and tomorrow you don't obey, he won't give up on you. He will still follow you up. So I fly out. I went and stayed at Mama Bob's place and enjoyed the hospitality and kept on thinking, okay, how do I get the bishop and pastor? I said, I developed cold feet. I flew back to Nairobi. That's 2006. 2008, I bring my daughter here who, who is in a, was in a, going to a college in PA also in uh, Greenville. And the Lord told me, this time, when you come, finish, 
pass there. And you know, some of these journeys, I would have to drive eight, nine hours to get here. And when I get here, I develop cold feet. So after eight, nine hours, I have got here and I, I try to wear out. Sometimes when you begin using your head, how will they take it? How will it? So I once again went to Mama Bob's place, 2008 uh, September. And I said, maybe the season is not now. Let me go back. I fly back to Nairobi. And when the day I landed, the Lord told me, I sent you in 2006. You didn't obey. I sent you recently. You didn't obey. Now I want you to go back and go, go back and go and tell the bishop and pastor Heisting, I'm telling them this is a great vision, a ministry. The purposes of God are resting on this. So I said, God, you know, I have spent all the money. I don't have a ticket. He told me, buy it. I told the Lord, I don't have a ticket. And he's telling me, buy it. So immediately he told me that I quickly humbled myself. I said, okay, I'll go to my UN, uh, you know, their account when you can, uh, where you can uh, hire, I mean, take a loan. Now remember, disobedience has now cost me another ticket because he told me, buy it. He did not tell me I'm going to provide it. He told me, buy it. And I was trembling. I quickly went and looked for a ticket. Remember, I had taken leave, had been given leave. I've been here for a month plus. Now I have to take another extra leave from work to tell them I have an emergency to go back to U.S. So I buy the ticket from uh, the condition. I, was, I didn't have money on me, but I had to find a way of getting the ticket. I get the ticket. This time, I know I have to obey. I went on a Daniel fast, and before I finished a Daniel fast, before getting here, I went on Esther fast. And courtesy, all I'm talking about, uh, <laughs> Reverend Joy and Daphne can authenticate because I always landed in their home. So I landed in their home in 2008, December. This time I'm on a fast. I remember, if you know that reclining chair, I arrived there because I was fasting. I was there for three days. I wasn't going to eat. I was waiting on God to give me the courage and the ability to reach out to the bishop and Pastor Heisen and share with them what the Lord has said. So, no, no, no. By the way, when I go to London, the devil wanted to distract me. He, I, I had a feeling there's another friend stopped by for a few days, and uh, then you can go. I was looking for other tricks. God caught me up. They blocked me because I was using my Kenyan passport because the other time I was coming with the laissez passer. Laissez passer is very easily to go through, through it. Laissez passer is a United Nations uh, document that allows you to, laissez passer in French means let her pass, let him pass. So I reached London, I wanted to play my tricks. Okay, let me pass there and see the other place, but I have my ticket on the Kenyan passport and they have refused. Quickly, I was forced on the next flight. I had to put a stopover in London for two days. God forced me to get, they actually refused me. They said, you even don't have a visa for here. We wouldn't allow you. Since you don't have laissez passer, get on the next flight. That's how the Lord forced me to obey. So I got here. And when I went to Pastor Harrison uh, and the Bishop, the reception I received was amazing. First of all, the bishop said, well, I want you this week to minister to the ushers and greeters. If any of you are here, 2008 December, 
that week, ushers and greeters go to the deacons. He organized meeting for every department from the middle of the week up to the Sunday. If you check in your calendar, on the 7th of December, 2008, I finally delivered the message that I disobeyed for a long time. But the greatest thing is that I received great, great connection and fellowship with the bishop and Pastor Hudson. And I said, God, the Bible says to obey is better than to sacrifice. I want to encourage us, whatever the Lord calls you to do, don't do the tricks I was doing. Obey. Because sacrificing doesn't take you off the responsibility. When you sacrifice, God will wait for you finally to surrender. I sacrificed and excused myself from Vancouver. Finally, I surrendered. So by the grace of God, the Lord connected me. I announced your executive pastor and, uh, and to the bishop and pastor Heisen what the Lord had put on my heart. I would want to look for that uh, message of that time what the Lord, if you look for it, 7th December 2008, it was a message I delivered after hard beatings from the Lord. So we bless the Lord that there is room for you and I. If in case you are feeling guilty, even the prophet, I'm not made of stone. I'm flesh and blood. But the secret is when the Holy Spirit moves and speaks, you move forward. Amen? So in remembrance of conclusion of this, our beloved pastor, uh, I want to let us know that in 2011, your founding pastor visited us in Nairobi, and she ministered for a week at the altar. And when she left, she transformed us. Today, my kids call, them, uh, call her auntie. A doctor, because they say she was very, very strict, but obediently they surrendered. She lined us up in one week. Our menus had changed. She took over my kitchen. She took over my staff in the, at the prophetic altar, and I happily surrendered. Because as you know, her anointing of excellency, nobody could resist it. We gave, we stepped aside. She was the archbishop of the altar the week she was in Nairobi. She was the chief administrator of our home. My kids said, tell them she left us great meals to death. We have never forgotten her. And she was a great inspirer to the members of United Nations who used to come at the altar. She made an impact. I actually took her to the United Nations headquarters. Together, we stepped on the soil of one of the big headquarters. Nairobi is one of the three major headquarters of United Nations. And I was a senior person there a president to leaders and had them. So I went with my friend. We stepped on the ground of where the nations of the earth stand up to speak. So I clapped to the Lord in honoring her and praising the Lord for this great opportunity. Now, uh, the, uh, Pastor, Pastor Oliver, I have a special message from Apostle Joshua and myself from the Yeshua prophetic altar our way of honoring our beloved friend, your great icon, the everything to everybody is what I'm going to share with you. And we are privileged to have had this moment to present it to you. Allow me, I read better now. On behalf 
of Yeshua Apostolic and Prophetic Altar. Pastor Bob Oliver, Executive Pastor, New Covenant Church of Philadelphia. 700, you know my past life, I was an administrator, so I have the whole address here. So allow me to read it. 750, in case you may think I'm addressing the wrong place, German uh, Town Avenue, Philadelphia, PA, 19119. Reference. Memorial in honor of Reverend Dr. Hyacinth Bob Granham. In brackets, as you put it, I call it Pastor Hyacinth. Dear Pastor Oliver, Yeshua Apostolic and Prophetic Altar, in honor and recognition of our beloved Dr. Pastor Hyacinth Bob Granham's dedication to preaching to support missions uh, at home and abroad, impacting and transforming lives, we have committed to establish a project in Kenya in remembrance, in her remembrance through our Yeshua Foundation, which will be named Reverend Dr. Pastor Hassan Granham School of Ministries. It is its curriculum will be dedicated to impacting and influencing students with values she excellently exemplified in her lifetime of ministry. And in order to make the curriculum authentic, Pastor, we will request the input of the founding bishop, Dr. C. Milton Granham. The Granham children, thank you, Reverend Andrew, you are here, you take the message for me. The Bob family and the executive pastor. We anticipate completing this project in about 11 months and we will share the progress accordingly. We are looking forward to your kind guidance and prayers. Kind regards sincerely from Apostle Joshua and Prophetess Lillian Mboya, founders and directors of Yeshua Apostolic and Prophetic Altar. This project is real. In my clan in African system, they say that in order to remember a great icon, do something that will keep that name running. Yes, you have her here all the time in this sanctuary. For us back there, she visited us 12 years ago and turned us upside down. But at that project, we look forward for the input, executive pastor and the, the Granams and the Church of Jesus. We want to make her name remain. In my clan, they say, when you are great, your name lives on. Hallelujah. Can we bless the Lord that he has broken through for his servant? And when that project is ready, we shall alert you, as I've said, we are seeking your prayers and we believe that is the greatest honor 
we can give to your great icon, our beloved sleeping saint, Pastor Hassan, my great friend, our great friend, your great mother, your great leader, the greatness that was in her will live on forever. We bless the Lord. Praise Jesus. Thank you for joining us in service today. We pray that this ministry has been a blessing to you and your family. To give your gift of love and help keep this ministry on the air, visit nccop.church giving for all of the ways that you can donate to the ministry. Thank you so much for your generosity and God's blessings until we meet again.